Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Business Mojo and Margaritas, where I get all up in your business in 20 minutes or less. I am Suzanne Proxa, your host, business strategist and coach for female entrepreneurs, and my jams just happen to be client attraction and marketing. So let's not delay any further. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Business Mojo and Margaritas. I am super excited today because I have Lisa Sipcar on with me today. She is a certified holistic health coach and a certified brain health coach. And today she is going to talk about a topic near and dear to my heart as will be many of you, I'm sure, she is going to talk about owning a business with a chronic illness, and she's going to give us five tips to having a smoother, productive day, no matter how you feel. So Lisa, welcome. We are super excited to hear what you have to tell us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Do you know what I realized this morning is that you and I have known each other for about Two and a half years now. Isn't yeah. that crazy? It's exciting. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I am super excited to be here. Um, this is something that you and I actually have talked about a lot, especially recently when it comes to having a chronic illness and trying to manage our businesses. So I hope these tips are helpful. I'm really excited to share them. Um, they're super helpful for me, I think finding a flow when you have a chronic illness and you can't predict how you're going to feel that day or the next day or next week, whenever you set up that meeting, yeah. uh, it can be really daunting, right? So hopefully some of these are helpful for everybody listening. Um, I'm going to start with one that I know you and I both use. How's that sound? Fantastic. Okay, good. So the brain dump, I absolutely love <laughs> the brain dump. Um, I first heard about the brain dump from Laura Casey probably like five years ago now. And she has two parts to it. So she taught that not only do you stop every day and spend five minutes just throwing all of your thoughts and ideas and to-do lists on one piece of paper, but then you go around your house and you set the oven timer, go around your house, give yourself 15 minutes, just kind of tidy up and, and help clear physical clutter as much as you clear the mental clutter. So Doing a brain dump is something that I do every couple of days. I usually do it at night before I go to bed. I feel like it helps me get to sleep easier. Um, anything for a better quality sleep is something that you should definitely be spending time on because sleep is so incredibly important when you have a diagnosis that has been going on for a really long time. And I like to pull it up in the mornings. And then what I do is this takes me right into tip number two. I have my morning and evening routine. So with my morning routine, I take that brain dump. I take the three most important things on it that I want to get accomplished that day. I write them down and then I go into creating my flow for the day. That's kind of what I've been calling it lately. <laughs> um, Morning times are super important because we want to set ourselves up for success, right? So for me, that means getting up before my preschooler does, having my celery juice out on the back patio, and just having 15 minutes of peace and quiet before my phone starts ringing and my kids start seeing me and the sessions start going and the meetings start happening and everything like that. So 
brain dump is tip number one. Tip number two is having um, a morning and nighttime routine. I think it's really important for entrepreneurs especially to have a sense of clarity for their day, how to feel effective and what action steps they need to take. But I spread this out not just to business. I spread this out into your protocol, whatever you're taking, whatever you're trying to heal from, whatever you've been working on. I think healthy habits are huge. And I think that they deserve as much of a focus as trying to make money that way does. What do you think? Oh my goodness, girl. (laughs) (laughs) It's difficult, especially, you know, people who have a nine to five like you do. I'm sure that it's just a struggle every single day. It really is. I mean, you know, you get home from work, from working all day. And it's like, you just want to crash, but there's still those meetings and social media and all of the things, all the things and your mind doesn't turn off just because you're not working on your business. Doesn't mean your mind's not thinking about your business, right? It's so hard to find a balance. (laughs) Yes. And well, with fibro, you have the brain fog too, which is super fun because that's never at a convenient time ever. Never. No, no. (laughs) And especially when the pain comes on top of that, Ugh. I think it becomes impossible to find some momentum in your day. And then you don't feel productive and you go to bed feeling defeated and you feel like you're going to wake up the next morning and repeat the cycle, right? And it's yep. so <laughs> discouraging. <laughs> well, tip number three um, kind of goes along those same lines. But what I do is I pick the most important thing that I need to get done in my business by a certain time. So for me, before 11 a.m. is when I'm functioning at my best. Liam is busy. He's not normally missing at my ankles yet. (laughs) And I am fresh and I have a lot of um, clarity in, in my mind just trying to think of all the different things I need to do. So what I do is I pick one thing, usually the thing that's going to make me money that day. And I focus on that and get that done before 11 a.m. Obviously, that's not going to be every single day. Um, I do have limits to that. Like Fridays, I call network and nourish days. So I set aside that time to go into my groups, go into old clients, go into um, my new warm leads, and I spend time talking with them, creating conversations, getting to know them, building those relationships. But usually, Monday through Thursday, I'm trying to get things done that are going to open up my bottom line, that are going to get me towards my goals. And then everything else, in my opinion, can wait till later. So that's one of my biggest tips that I think has helped me massively. And I actually learned this in health coaching school. They talked about it then. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that makes so much sense. Um, And I adapted that to fit where I am in my business right now and what what I'm working on, especially as we come to the end of the quarter. So that was a big one, too. Yes, I love that. And it's so funny that you say your, your best time is before 11. Because on the weekends, people think I'm nuts. I still get up at my normal time. I mean, of course, part of that's for my chronic illness. You know, you're supposed to have the consistency. But the other Mm -hmm. piece is I can knock out a lot of work in the morning when my brain is, you know? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Especially when you don't have interruptions. Like, you don't have the job to get to. You don't have the errands to run or, you know, people knocking at your door that early in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Totally agree. Um, 
The other thing that I had to say when it comes to business, and this probably is the one tip that I wish I had implemented sooner. I took so long to do this, and it, it goes with the mindset factor, of course. I'm sure you'll have more to say on this, but oh, outsource, <laughs> outsource whatever is your weakest point of business. <gasps> Yeah. And outsource whatever is your weakest part personally in your home life. Like, just take it off your plate completely. What is the struggle? Why do we waste so much time thinking about it? I don't know. Uh-huh. I because wish nobody I had done can it do so it better. Nobody can do it better. And I think we, we feel like the results won't be as good as if we did it ourselves. But it's something that we already know we're not great at <laughs> we don't yeah. enjoy doing yeah so for me the first thing that I did um, a couple of years ago was I learned to start outsourcing my meals like I just I can't keep up with that Liam has his own set of allergies I have my own set of intolerances and way that I like to eat um, and we are currently living with my family right now so they eat completely different from us so I just said you know hey who knows if someone who wants to, you know, earn some extra cash, I will provide everything for you. I just don't have the time to do it. And I couldn't believe the people that took me up on that offer. And it was wonderful. And it was like grocery delivery on steroids <laughs> because everything was done. <laughs> oh, wow. That is fabulous. I did that a while ago. It's been about two years since I started doing that. Um, and business-wise, you know, recently I just bit the bullet. And I hired a VA and she's a unicorn and she's wonderful. And I wake up and things are done and it's fantastic. And there is so much that she is capable of doing that slows me down. Like the amount of work I've been able to get done in the past two months, especially since we've like, you know, really formulated a strategy and come up with a really good flow is amazing. And there's days like this week, you know, this week I really struggled with my health. Personally, I pushed it a little too hard and I had to pay the price. And so I didn't have to stress over the couple of days I needed on the couch because I knew that everything behind the scenes was working and that everything else could wait until later because there wasn't a deadline or a priority flag on it. So outsourcing, wow. massive. Preach. Not only if it's something that you're not good at, but if you hate it, if get you hate it, yes, out. just get rid of it. Yep, absolutely. Yes. And the and the right person will come. That was the other thing that I learned is, is the right person will come to help you take that off. They're probably right in front of your nose, honestly. The way my assistant was, uh, um, and they and they rock at it, and that's that's the great thing about entrepreneurship is that there is someone who can support you in your weak areas, just like you can support them in theirs. And building that network is just awesome. And so, so rewarding if you spend enough time in it and really, you know, be yourself too. be really authentic. Yes. Yeah. So my last tip is kind of off the board, but I find that it helps everybody around us, not only if we own a business, but those in our family, those who live with us, um, friends, whatever we might be doing. In entrepreneurship, there's work time and there's play time. And what I find is having everything to do with your illness in one place is super, super handy because we don't know what might come up. So what I always suggest to my clients and something that I've been doing for a really, really long time is I have a binder of info. And it has all of my current doctors 
everything that I'm taking, what the dosages are. You can do this in a Google sheet and, you know, share it with relevant people. Um, you can have like a physical folder. You can have, you know, some notes that you carry in your wallet because we never know where we're going to be. But for Liam and I, Liam has emergency medication that he has to have on him at all times. And then I have a couple of things that I just cannot be around whatsoever because of, you know, an anaphylactic allergy, things like that. So what gets complicated is when you're bringing other people in to help work with you and say you're out to lunch at a business meeting, say you're, you know, trying to reschedule a meeting and someone needs to be physically with you there, um, but you're suddenly not feeling well. Having all of your health info in one place, concisely organized, easy for someone to, say, grab your phone and open notes and call your doctor for you um, or anything of the sort, right? Anything of the sort. We might be going through a flare or a crash or have an emergency. Then the people around us know exactly what to do. They know who to call. They know what you're on. They know what to tell the um, emergency physicians, things like that. So I find that there's a lot of clarity that comes when you put all of this together. And it's more the process than it is the end result. So you're pulling everything into a binder, a physical binder. When you look at all the doctors you've been through, all the test results you've gone and waited for and had, you know, emotions with, mm -hmm. um, and you put all of this in order, you become more confident, right? Yeah. You get so encouraged at everything that you've been through, everything that you've overcome. And if you can overcome a disease, an invisible illness, whatever it might be, and put that into a binder, how could you not make a Hall of Fame file for your business? Right? Right? Oh right. my gosh, like I am so swooning over that. That is <laughs> awesome. I love it. I <laughs> Yeah, I have one for Liam. I have um, one for myself, both in physical, you know, easy to reach places for my family to grab if anything were to happen. Um, Liam has seizures. I used to pass out. I don't anymore. I used to have, I had like a heart issue that would make me pass out. Um, and for Liam and his dad, we share a Google sheet. And anytime he has a doctor's appointment or changes the dosage on something, I just update it in a Google sheet. And when he's in Canada with his father, then he can just pull it up and see what Liam needs to take that day. And if he gets the kill dose that day, or, you know, if he needs to change something, um, and it's a great way to keep up to date and get rid of that communication that can potentially cause like a really big medical error. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but when you, when you look like my binder, it's three inches thick. It's three inches thick. Oh it's a decade gosh. worth of crap. But when I, whenever I pass by the desk in the kitchen and I see that, I feel so much better about myself because if I can overcome Lyme disease and everything else they said it was before we found out it was Lyme disease <laughs> and eight years of testing, then I can do anything, including be a single mom, have a four-year-old kid who has his own health issues and own a business. Like I can do anything when I look at that binder as that's just the feeling that it gives me. Yeah. That yeah. is awesome. And that so interesting that you mentioned the length of time that it took to figure it out. That is so common. Yeah. Everybody with a chronic illness has a chronically long story, right? It's, yep. it's not, it's not straightforward. Yeah. It is not. No. 
So that's what I had for you. Oh my gosh, girl, like sheer gold. And we even have like a few minutes left because anyone who listens knows it's supposed to be 20 minutes or less. And I don't want to, you know, violate that, but Hey, we have a couple minutes. So do tell the audience, they are probably like wanting to know exactly what you do and how they can work with you and all of that good stuff. Can you share that? And then if you have something for them too. Absolutely. Sure. So what I do as a holistic health coach is I work as the bridge between your doctor and you. And this can be for anybody who suspects they have a chronic illness and wants to be tested or they're newly diagnosed and they're completely overwhelmed and they have no idea where to go from there. Or you've been in treatment for a while and you're not seeing results, you feel really stuck, you don't feel like your care team is supporting you and you just need to change any of the above scenarios. Um, I love to hop in and help and support you and get you focused and on the right road because if you are trying something and it's been two to three months and you're not seeing results, something needs to change. And our bodies try to talk to us, but we often can't decode what it's trying to say. So I love my job. I call it a joy. And I love helping you decode what's going on, learn to trust your body again, and get back on the right path to living your life. So um, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Abundant Life Lisa on there. My website is AbundantLifeAndWellness.org. And I also have a Facebook group that you are more than welcome to join. It's called Life with Lyme and Other Chronic Illness. Um, well, what I have for everybody today is my brand new program. It's called Six Weeks to Civility. And what I did was I sat down with the doctors that I'm partnered with, um, all medical doctors, all fantastic, over 20 years of experience each. And I asked them, what do you want your patients to know before they come in the door in order for you to be the best possible doctor you can, in order for you to get these people better 100% of the time, what do you wish that they would know? And I took everything that they had to tell me and I packaged it into a six-week program. And it's especially for people like your audience, Suzanne, who are entrepreneurs. They're trying to build a better life for themselves and their families, and they just want that freedom back that chronic illness can take away. Um, So six weeks disability is my baby. I absolutely love it. I'm so, so proud of it. And I can't wait to start teaching this material to everybody that comes in the door. Oh my gosh, that's seriously like so exciting. I have tingles. You guys, seriously, like Lisa said, <laughs> I have known her for a while and she is so legit. I mean, she has been constantly talking about working with the doctors and she does her research. She knows her shit. Um, I mean, seriously, if you are looking for somebody to bridge that gap between you and the physician, which I know... I wish I would have had so that I didn't have to read piles of books and Google and all of that business Mm -hmm. Uh, because quite frankly, they weren't doing it right. You know, they weren't looking at the right things. This is your girl. This is the person that you want to look up. Lisa, can you tell them just one more time what the website is? Sure. The website is AbundantLifeAndWellness.org. Awesome. So that's where you guys need to go. And you have to give yourself some credit too, though, because you're the one who helped me get out to as many people as I could and helped me get on this path and find the confidence to do what I really wanted to do. 
Oh, thank you. That makes my You're day. welcome. Well, you're the coach of all coaches. Really, oh. you should know that. <laughs> awesome. I am going to take that clip and play it like on <laughs> daily in the morning. <laughs> you are I'll so in the welcome car. too. <laughs> oh my gosh. I should have known there would be giggles. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that you want to leave the audience with today? Sure. I would just want everybody to know that no matter what you feel like your limitation is, despite um, whatever you might be facing, whether or not it's a chronic illness or diagnosis, but you are more than anything or label that someone can give you. Don't let what other people say about you stop you. Um, and don't let the current shape of your body stop you either. You know, you could have thyroid problems. You could be feeling like you're overweight. You could, you know, have cancer. But don't let that stop you. Those limitations are all invisible, and you should act like they're invisible. I think that was the best piece of advice that I ever got. And so anytime I'm asked that question, I love to pass it on. Awesome. Well, I cannot top that. So I will just <laughs> thank Lisa again for being on and thank you to the listeners. I adore you. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. I'm so glad you decided to roll with me yet again. Hey, if you loved it, please give me a rating and some little comments on iTunes. And hey, if you're thinking that working together with my crazy self sounds like a fantastic idea, hunt me down. SuzanneProxa.com. That K is before the S. You can find all of my coaching information, my blog, my courses, all of the things all right in one spot. And with that, I will see you in the next episode, gorgeous.